On today's episode was very informative. The questions were good. We got in depth with a lot of the questions as well. Yeah. We uh, not scolded people, but we just brought <laughs> people back into the mix of what Living Lean is all about. So hopefully you guys enjoy yes. the show. We're focusing on what's important and what's not. The fundamentals. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Hashtag Ask Live Lean TV. Thank you for tuning in for another show. We are on episode number 31. 31 episodes. And if you awesome. guys are new to the show or you're new to the podcast, this is the show where we take your questions on social media when you hashtag them, Ask Live Lean TV, and you post them to Twitter at these handles below. I'll put Twitter here, Snapchat. Instagram, and let's not forget about our homies on Facebook. Yes. So um, let's jump into the show. Make sure that you use the hashtag if you want your question featured because we're only looking for questions that are specifically intended for this show. Yes, and if you do post a question, it does take a few episodes for us to answer it because yes. we have a backload of questions. Because you guys are so stellar at asking so many questions, so it's awesome. Thank you. Let's go. Let's get into the show. First right, question on YouTube from Christy Swart. She says, hey, my question is, should I limit my dairy intake for weight loss, cheese and yogurt especially? Okay, let's talk dairy. So my initial reaction is yes, you should. And it's not just because it's dairy, but because all dairy foods are high calorie. So they're very calorie dense because they contain a lot of fat. I know you guys are going to be like, wait, what about low fat? But it's, uh, it's still relatively a high calorie food compared to other things that are non-dairy. Like if you were to use um, spices and herbs to season your food instead of creamy things or cheese. So you're going to have a better weight loss result when you use things to flavor your food that are not dairy. True. And then there's the other side of things. I'm going to take the other side Yeah, of you tell us the other issue with dairy. So, no, I'm not. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, what were you if your say? ultimate goal is weight loss, at the end of the day, like we're talking weight loss, we're not talking about health, we're not talking about wellness, we're talking about weight loss. Mm. At the end of the day, just take in less calories than you are uh, burning. But um, weight loss should not be your be-all, end-all goal. And I say that because... You can see a lot of people losing a lot of weight, but they're losing muscle as well. Right. And um, they're, you know, they're not healthy, they're not energetic. They're basically walking around like zombies. They don't look good, they don't look healthy. So I just wanna make sure that you focus on your goal is to live lean. It's not necessarily just to lose weight. And mm -hmm. I, know you, I know you guys probably all know what I mean, but I just need to put it out there for all the new viewers. It's always a good reminder yeah. to like refocus ourselves and realize that weight loss isn't everything. And, and most people have that as a goal, but the goal should be living lean, yeah. which weight loss is a part of, but it's not the only part. Yeah. So you're asking, should you reduce uh, cheese and yogurt? So cheese is an easy one because like you add cheese to food to make it taste better, like you were saying. Yeah. So to lose weight, you could like subtract about 100 calories from your meal or more by not putting the cheese on and like you said, put spices. So that is a good thing right there. Mm -hmm. Now yogurt on the other hand, depending on what type of yogurt you're eating, Greek yogurt is higher in protein and if you get the right type of Greek yogurt where it's not just loaded with sugar, where if you look at the uh, ingredients label. the plain label, kinds guys, not the fruity ones. Yeah, put the, yeah, get the plain kind and then add fruit to it. Yes. So you're controlling what's going into it. Um, so that's one way to do it, and Greek yogurt could be a better alternative for you to eat than, let's say, like a sugar-filled granola bar. Mm -hmm. 
mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But is Greek yogurt or is yogurt in itself the best food for you to be living lean? I say no, but like it depends on where you are in the continuum. So if you're yeah. just starting this journey, Greek yogurt is better than like we said, McDonald's french fries, mm -hmm. right? So you're gonna lose weight by taking Greek yogurt over McDonald's french fries. But if you're looking to really dial it in, you only have a few pounds left to lose, you know, let's try to get the dairy out of your diet because, you know, dairy is not basic. We could go on a whole other rant here, but I've done a lot of videos on dairy and, yeah. and the effect on your body that dairy has. So um, it really depends on where you are in your journey. But if you're just starting off, you know, keep it in there, just make better choices. And, you know, we have dairy like maybe once a week or so on pizza. Like we have cheese pizza, yeah. you know, or like pepperoni pizza that has cheese on it, whatever. So we're not saying we never eat dairy. And like I've had yogurt, um, you know, here and there. It's not like it's something I would never touch. Yeah. It's not like deadly or toxic. I know, like that's... <laughs> it's just that we don't eat it daily and we don't buy it it's... in bulk like we do yeah. fruits and vegetables. It's and not other a staple. Fruits. Yeah. So... Yeah, we're not saying you can never touch it with a 10-foot pole, but it's just use it in moderation. And if you really enjoy it, have it occasionally. Have it on your cheat meal. Yeah, it's because the people, like, they'll throw their hands up in the air. I can't even have Greek yogurt. Like, what yeah. am I supposed, what to, am I eat? supposed to eat? Well, like, if you're starting <laughs> off by eating fast food every single day, by transitioning into eating Greek yogurt, you're going to see great results. Yeah, we would be like, good job. Yes. Kudos. Like, that's a big, that's a much healthier shift. Yeah. If you can do that. But, you know, it's all, like he says, in a continuum yep. and there's better and there's worse there's no such thing as good or bad it's just better or worse and yep. it depends on what your goals are and what you know like if you just love freaking dairy and cheese like we're not going to take that away from you yeah enjoy and, it and but some, just make sure you know your macros and, and some people tolerate dairy better than others so that's the, a good the, point the dairy too, intolerance yeah. like yeah. i don't tolerate dairy very well yeah like, some people get really bad sinus infections from gassy it. Like, uh, yeah like, that. like yeah. acne breakouts right. from it dairy your skin, it's your mood there's yeah. like several things. So I think so. we kind of beat that question to death. So let's just move on. That was a pretty thorough yeah. breakdown of our okay. feelings about dairy. Okay. Next question. Okay. Gave Khan. Hey guys, I love what you do. So helpful. I've lost 14 pounds since I started watching your what, videos what? and I'm officially no longer overweight. Nice. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Anyway, question is when tracking calories and macros, should I consider a day to be from when I wake up to when I go to bed or should I base my tracking on calendar days? Um, I ask because I work graveyard shifts on weekends, but I'm awake during normal hours through the week. So I wonder which is best way to track so I'm not accidentally cheating on my calorie macro counts. That's an interesting question. We've never got that yeah. question asked. I've never had that question asked me before. So A, yeah. congratulations on the 14 pound weight loss. <laughs> I thought you were going to say on originality of question yeah, asking. Yeah, B, congratulations <laughs> on the originality uh, because we've been asked so many questions. It's rare that we get a question we have never been asked. Yeah. C, um, oh, congratulations on tracking your macros. Yes. So you have a goal in mind, so you know you need to take it to the next step by tracking your macros. Now, D, I'm going to make this very simple for you. You are, in a sense, by asking this question, you're kind of majoring in the minors. Um, at like the, getting concerned about things that may not make a difference. Well, at the end of the day, quote unquote, at the end of the day, it <laughs> honestly, it doesn't matter from hour to hour what you're tracking. Like think big picture. So like at the end of the week or, you know, at the end of the month, like, are you in that calorie deficit? Are you in that calorie surplus? 
at the end of the day, it's not as big of an issue. So well, when does the day end? Well, that's his question. <laughs> so for you, I'll just, I'll just simplify it for you. So your day begins when you wake up, your day ends when you go to sleep. Regardless yeah. if you wake up at uh, 12 a.m. and you go to sleep at 12 a.m. the next day, just when you get up out of bed, your first meal, whatever it is, start counting the calories at that meal. When you go to bed, regardless if it's 3 a.m. or 11 p.m. the previous day, end right there. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that just because everyone else is eating dinner when you're going to work yep. doesn't mean that that's your dinner time. Like I think start thinking of your meals in terms of this is meal number one, two, three or something instead of breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, because yeah. that may be where you're getting a little confused. You're like, should I eat dinner and then eat breakfast or, you know, like it kind of messes yeah. things up for you. But if you just think of it as I need four meals today or five meals today, then it's just when you are awake, you yeah. know, during your wake period. So think of it as wake period, sleep period instead of a day versus a night yep. or something like that. But that is tricky. And I feel like that's a really uncommon like work schedule. I think my advice would be, I don't know if this is going to work for your life or your lifestyle or your family or whatever, but if you could get more consistent and regular, like if you're working those graveyard shifts, like the advice I've always heard for people who work graveyard shifts is like sleep during the day, every day, instead yeah. of like shifting back and forth, because that just confuses your circadian rhythm yeah, and but everything. That may be dictated by his boss. Yeah, and it could be. And you could also want to see your family during the day and stuff like that. So I don't know. You got to do what works best for you. But I do think that you need to consider your day of eating is like whenever you're awake. Yeah, when you begin and when yeah. you end. So take it that way, as opposed to the calendar. Yeah. All right, great question. Next question on Twitter from MF says, as a beginner, how do I know I am pushing myself with weights? What should I aspire to reach? Okay. Um, yeah, that's an original question too. I don't know if I've been asked that one. The reason we don't put weight amounts on most of our workout, pro I'm not going to say all of our workout programs because like the challenge I did today had like weights given, but most programs don't come with weights given because it so depends on the person. Like, you can't tell everybody to go and lift 25 pounds yeah. because it, everyone's not going to be able to do that. The range is so great of what you can lift and what you can do and how many years you've been working at it and, you know, male or female, there's all these variables that go in there. Um, but I think you just want to always reach next levels. And that doesn't always mean going up in weight. I think this is a big thing too, is like people, even with weight loss too, people expect that they're always going to be losing, losing, losing weight. Eventually you get to a point where yeah, you're good. It's not linear. Same thing goes with, yeah, same thing goes with lifting. Like you're going to get lift heavier, 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 but eventually you're at a, a strength level that's good enough. Yeah. But you're get not going to get to a million pounds. But get back to her question though. So she's a beginner. How yeah. does she know if she's lifting enough? Um, you want to you want to make sure that the weight you're selecting is challenging you. So the given number of reps, say on your workout program, it says do 10 reps of this exercise. If you get to the 10th rep and you're like, oh, I feel like I could do more, then you know you're not lifting there enough. There you go. But if you get to number seven, eight, and you're really struggling, but you can still make it to 10, that's yeah. right on. You want to be struggling in the last few reps, but not so hard that you can't finish the set. Yeah, that's the perfect answer right there. And so, um, so you were mentioning like our programs don't tell you how much to lift. Yeah. When you do get more advanced, like my program, liveleanstrength.com, we actually have you lifting There's based off yeah. of your one rep max. Right. So the amount of weight that you can lift for one rep with proper form in that program, because we're trying to get you stronger in that program, we tell you lift 80% of your one rep max. Right. So if you lift one rep for 100 pounds, 
your one rep max at 80% would be 80 pounds. So you go in there mm -hmm. and you know exactly how much you need to lift at 80 pounds. So that's mm -hmm. a more advanced, I know you said you're a beginner, yeah. but if you were doing my livingstrength.com program, you would know exactly how much weight that you need to lift based off of the testing days in the program. Yeah, that's perfect. I do. I think it's really important for beginners to know that if you've finished the reps and you're not struggling, yeah. it ain't working. That's, that's what I was gonna say. Like if, yeah. you, if, if, if your workout program says 10 reps, then if you're on like that eighth and ninth rep, you should be really pushing yourself to hit that 10th mm -hmm. rep. Um, when the ugly faces start coming out, exactly. you know, like that, and, that's make, when you know you're doing it right. But make sure you got the form locked down so then like you don't just throw in the momentum right. and the cheats to get it, to get the weight up for whatever it's worth. Like if you can't do it, stop, lower the weight. Right. Form over weight A little time. bit of cheating is okay, but don't become sloppy Sally. Nobody likes that girl. Sloppy Sally or sloppy sham. <laughs> <laughs> don't be those people. All right, Thomas Cantor. Charles says, you guys make a beautiful couple, aw, and have created the cutest baby ever, aw. I was wondering if you could make a video on maintenance mode. I have reached my goal and find myself stressing out about maintaining it. Ah, good that, question. Yeah, that is good. Because we don't really talk much about maintenance mode, do we? Well, no, I mean, like, that was what I was going to say is, like, that that's what I first created this show back. Yeah, you were just saying that. That's yeah, I was just yeah. saying that, like, the, my original vision for the show and why I branded it Live Lean TV was because everybody, like, this was before I was on YouTube, when I'd go into the gym and I was training, people, like, in January, people in April, people in December would be like, man, like, you maintain your body all year round. You just don't see that with people. How do you do it? Yeah. And so that like was like the winter comes around and everyone expects you yeah. to have a layer. Yeah. They're like, where's your winter layer, yeah. bro? So then this light bulb went off on me. It's like, I need to teach people my methods. And that's what we do here. Yeah. So what, what is the actual question though is. He's like, if, if we could make a video on maintenance mode, because he stresses out about. I mean, there's really no video that we can do. Or, well, all of our videos. Yeah, are that's what I was going to say that, is like yeah. everything that you see that we're doing, like the foods that we're eating, the vlogs that we're showing. I just did what I eat in a day. You should go watch that. He has what he eats in a day videos. And I don't know, like all of our workout videos are how we continuously work out. Like, so you say you're in maintenance mode, but I would question you if you're actually in maintenance mode because you're very uptight about it. So you're still in that early phase of that transition because what I qualify as maintenance mode is when you can live your life. You can go have drinks with your buddies on the weekend, not freak out over it. You can go out for a cheat meal and not freak out about it. It's as much of a mindset as it is about um, a level like a fitness like level a level or, that you hit. Yeah. I think like that's and that's why I wrote my book, thinkandlivelean.com. So you should check out that book if you haven't read it yet. It's transitioning your mind to understand that you can still live life, you can still do everything as long as you have these habits in place mm -hmm. that Staples. allow you to do that. Yeah. And that is by working out and eating healthy the majority of the time. So I feel and like you still- It's a thing too, it's I, also believing you can, like knowing that you can maintain your fitness yeah. and you're not gonna lose everything. I feel the, like that's a huge mindset shift instead of worrying all the time, oh my God, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, you just have a confidence, it's, it's an inner confidence. It's the belief that you yeah, can, belief. like I have like 100% certainty that I'm never right. going to become obese. Like it is right. just, right. like it's, never gonna happen like i can bet my life savings on it that it will <laughs> yes, never happen exactly. um, because i know what i just have a belief that i can maintain this so, and even people have asked you like for how much money would it take for you to get yourself out of i can't like, no amount of money will, i couldn't it will influence me and it's not that, that i don't want to do it or it's not that it, it's just that i don't <laughs> feel like i could because this is such a habitual thing for me is 
to get up, to treat my body right, to have certain things in place, like drinking water as soon as they get up, getting a workout and drinking a post-workout shake, like eating healthy food. It's just ingrained in me now. So I would just, yeah. going back to your question, I would just question if you actually are in maintenance mode at this point. I think you're still in that beginner phase where you know you transitioned your body, but you haven't yet transitioned your mindset. So mm -hmm. I would recommend you go check out my book, thinkandlivelean.com. I don't mean this to be a sales pitch, but it has helped a lot of people just kind of reverse, just switch that mindset switch to on. Yeah. And I think you can learn a lot from it. Honestly, it's amazing how reaching your goal weight or even your goal physique or something doesn't necessarily mean that you've arrived yeah. yet because I know that I reached my weight loss goal like in college, like way before I started living lean, but I kept going up and down and up and down. Yep. And up. So that's not living lean. Like just reaching your goal is just the first step, yeah. you know, then you have to start transforming your mind and developing that inner yeah. confidence and everything. So. Yes, you can do it, but you have to do the uh, mindset work. Yeah, so you're asking for a video for us to do a video. I'm saying check out the book. That is the video that you're looking for. It'll yeah. be longer lasting and really With help you With action transform. steps to do write through. Do the homework. Yeah. Yes, that's the one thing is a lot of people have read that book, but they skip the parts where you actually have to do something. Yep. Do the parts. It will be life-changing. Yeah. All right, next question on Twitter from Miriam B says, Have you heard of finishing your shower with cold water for igniting back fat igniting i assume back she fat? means like the igniting the burning of the back burning fat. okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think that's your answer right there <laughs> i just i just laugh when i think about back fat it's funny but um yeah cold showers i've actually done that for hair purposes because they say it makes really? your hair shinier did you know that yeah so <laughs> you, i'm a dude right yeah your hair has like cuticles and when you you know put cold water on it the cuticles close up tighter which like helps seal in the moisture but yeah dudes don't even do that but no we don't do that for fat loss i think that's another one of those minor things that yeah. like even if it has any influence to your fat loss at all it's going to be like 0.01 percent but your specific question was for igniting back fat so yeah, why I, is it I don't know fat? why you would think yeah. it's just maybe because the cold water is hitting your, your back, back fat but I think there is something to it like there is something to getting a cold shower to um, wake up the body yeah and yeah yeah there is something yeah there is something yeah. to it but like you said it's a majoring in the minors type thing like if you're sitting there you're in a calorie surplus you're not working out <laughs> and you think you can just jump in the shower get a cold water everybody would do it <laughs> it's not gonna happen like focus on the fundamentals the right. fundamentals of living lean guys like, yes absolutely. stop looking for these quick fixes stick to the fundamentals be consistent and be patient that is like the optimal thing is patience and consistency i love how these like rumors spread like everyone's out there hey have you heard of the cold showers for back fat <laughs> yeah, it's just like where do these things come from well, who started that and like certain people think it's like like we're holding back these secrets or something yeah, like, like if there was a thing for you know igniting your back fat we probably would have told you yeah already, and yeah. and that's why where you put out our vlogs. So when we're vlogging, you don't see us like with the vlog camera, like, oh, I'm in the shower burning my back fat now. Like if that worked, you would see it in the vlogs. Like we share pretty much everything we do in the vlogs, what we eat, what we supplements we take, like the workouts that we're doing. So no secret. You know, we're not knocking, uh, we're not knocking on you here. It's just, you know, we're trying to make a point for what you guys should be focusing on. And it's the major things, working yeah. out, eating healthy, having the right mindset. And I think part of having the right mindset is understanding there are no quick fixes. Yeah. 
and understanding that the only way to get successful is dedication, consistency, and hard work. Patience. And no tricks. No tricks up the sleeves. You have to get rid of that out of your mindset. Yeah. Genny Narvez says, um, any of you shift workers or have schedules that flip-flop? Do you find it hard to keep your diet on track? I work three 12-hour night shifts, sleep during the day, work at night, and days off up by 10 and sleep by 2 a.m. So it schedules all over the place. Able to keep my workouts going each day. Sleep is not a problem. I always get seven to eight hours a night, but eating is all over the place. Can't seem to get on a schedule, either not hungry, it's late, or I don't eat enough. It's very frustrating. Would love to hear your feedback or suggestions. All right, so it sounds similar to the question that we had yeah. earlier. The, um, the theme of the show is crazy schedules. So it sounds like, yeah. so if we get back to the fundamentals, so your workouts, he says that's not a are problem. on point. Your yeah. sleep, sleep is on which point. surprisingly is good yeah. based on you all over the place and your circadian be rhythms being off, but it's working out. Yeah. So then the other big one is nutrition, which is what you're saying that you're having problems with. So I would just put it out to you to really focus in. So you said that you can't well, he's see. Well, either not hungry well, that's what or I'm saying. it's too late. Like, during my journey, there's plenty of times where I wasn't hungry, but I made myself eat. Exactly. Like when I was trying to build muscle, it's like, oh, another meal. And I'm like, focused yes. on my why. Like, why do I have to eat this meal? Because I want to be com comfortable and confident taking my shirt off. In order for that to happen, I need to feel like I have muscle and build muscle. So this is like what I'm saying to you is um, whatever your goal may be, if you don't feel hungry, Sometimes you just have to eat. And I know a lot of people out there are probably like, oh, intuitive eating. Like, I know, right? Don't, don't I know. force yourself to do anything. But if you're not seeing the results by eating only when you're hungry or feeding yourself when you feel like you're hungry, but you're not really hungry, you're just bored, you got to switch it up. And let me just ask you, did you do intuitive homework where you, when you were in school? <laughs> like, it, that's not a thing. Like, there's such a thing as discipline. And this is how people become successful is you stick to what you said you were going to do even when you don't feel uh, like it. So not feeling hungry is not an excuse to not eat when you know that you should. Yeah. And when it's part of your meal plan and everything. So yeah, he and I have both been there where we had to force food down and get used to it. It was really yeah. hard for so, me, especially as a girl, like learning to eat enough. So let me just spin it this way. Um, when you're sitting and you're like, I know I need to eat, but I'm not hungry. Maybe go with a protein shake. So like yeah. a shake is easier to get down than sitting down like, oh, than like a full plate, chicken yeah. and veggies. Yeah. Like I get it. So you know, maybe make a berry shake, throw some protein powder in it, get the calories into you. Also, you know, I just had a thought, maybe your food's not tasting good enough. If, yeah. it, if it doesn't like make you excited to eat it, like maybe you need to try new recipes. You know, if you're tired of eating the same old thing, cause that happened to me, I kept eating like boiled chicken and steamed broccoli. Yeah. And of course you sit there and you're like, I don't want to eat this. Yeah. Cause it's just not good. So yeah. maybe try making your food taste better and by using some of our recipes that we offer. and. You can really make spike your appetite just by having more delicious yeah, food. Yeah, and I'll finish it off with one other suggestion. So I know you said that sometimes you work nights, sometimes you work mornings. So I would just be like the day before you go to bed, whatever time of night that is or time of morning that is, focus in your mind that you're getting up at this time. So you get your seven, eight hours sleep, which is what seems like you're mm -hmm. getting. And then within like whatever you're eating, um, cadence is mm -hmm. you're going to eat at this time and then you're going to eat at this time. So just rather than just going through the motions and just doing the intuitive thing, I would schedule it in for a few weeks to get your body yes. turned on, yes. create those habits. And eventually when you don't feel like eating, like you will feel like eating. Like a lot of people right. aren't hungry for breakfast in the morning. 
until they get until used they to start it. doing yes. it consistently. Absolutely. So put, it's like training your body. Like you're not going to be great at most exercises when you first try them. Yep. Same thing with nutrition. Like the first couple of weeks is rough. I'm not going to lie. Every time I do a custom meal plan for yep. someone, they write me back after the first week and they're like, "This is not easy." I'm like, "Did you think it was going to be easy? Yeah. It's not easy, but it's worth it." Yeah. And we promise that things do get better, but you have to get over the hump. You can't just try it for two days and then like you know throw it out the window you have to like stick it through the hard part okay next question looks like it's on youtube from j sunrise 13 if you could only eat one vegetable with meals for the rest of your life what would it be no i hate choosing just like one favorite thing that's yeah. so hard for me one vegetable <sighs> i don't know i love well, them all what's, I your, love what's them your favorite all. vegetable you know what immediately comes to mind is like broccoli and zucchini. Well, one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stop that. Yeah. I just, I'm telling you right now, I cannot choose. Okay, she, I love all of the vegetables. She passes. Yeah. I'm going to say spinach. And the oh, reason for too. spinach is because it's so versatile, it's so nutrient packed, and it's so easy to eat. Yeah. You can't That's overeat true. it. Yeah. And it's easy to not undereat it because it's so, like, what I. You can put it any, on anything. You can put it into a smoothie. Yeah. You can put it into your stir fry. You can put it in uh, your cookies that you bake at yeah, home. Yeah, that's true. You can do anything with spinach. It has like no flavor. Yeah, and tons of nutrients. I remember like when really I was low calorie. I remember when I was really focused in on my nutrition in the early stages. Like I would, you just yeah, like yeah. I'd have a chicken breast or something. I'm like, oh, I need to have some vegetables with this to help absorb the protein but you and didn't everything. Want to. But I didn't want to have to prepare anything, so I just went into the fridge, grabbed a handful, and ate it. <laughs> and done. Bachelor life. Bachelor life. Yeah. So that was that's mine. That spinach. is good. And you know, guys, for our lovely twenty cookbook, we had to narrow it down to five vegetables, and that was hard to do. But we did. We put our favorite five in lovely twenty cookbook because there's like five um, ingredients of each category. Yeah. So you guys should check that out. And if you really want to narrow down your diet, simplify and make things it. Easy for that's you. the program yeah. for you. Yeah. LiveLeanTwentyDiet.com. This person's name is Jess. Hi, Jess. Jess A says, I know you covered soy protein in this episode, but I was wondering what your thoughts were on whole sources of soy, such as dried edamame. I don't eat meat, so I do eat this fairly often to get in protein, but I also find that it bloats me. Could that be related to why you don't recommend it? Hmm. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, we don't recommend soy for a lot of reasons. Kind of the same rant that we just went on about dairy. We could do the same thing for soy, but we, um, it is... I get it, you know, for vegetarians out there, you're looking for different sources and you don't have a lot of options. So in that case, I would say if it's working for you, cool. But if it's bloating you and you keep on eating it anyway, I would maybe consider trying like an alternative source other than that, because who wants to be bloated every day? Yeah, I mean, or, or like I did a video on, on foods that cause bloat and I talked about how you can still eat these healthy foods but just do certain things to help you absorb them. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, one way to do it is a digestive enzyme. So you could take a digestive enzyme, see how that helps you mm -hmm. uh, break it down to absorb it in your body. So there's, there's ways that there's certain things that you can do to help you absorb certain foods. Um, you just kind of have to explore those if mm -hmm. you don't want to have to give them up. And, um, you know, edamame, if you do eat soy, it's probably one of the better sources of soy, would you say? Because it's less processed than like a soy protein that you're gonna find in a protein, a sugary protein bar or something. Yeah. But I don't know, it's just, yeah, we're just not fans of soy. So sorry to 
keep having this conversation and like disappointing you guys with limited vegetarian options, but it's just to be honest and real with you guys, it's not what we practice ourselves. We don't put that in our own body, so we can't really say, we can't recommend it to you because it's not what we do. So if for us, it's a big deal to recommend things that we actually use and try yeah, exactly. and believe in. So of course, we're not gonna promote like, everyone eat edamame because we don't eat it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know that it's a good protein source for you guys who don't eat meat. All right, next question on Snapchat from Dex2Real says, lately all your workouts have been athletic agility style on the track. Do you plan on working out at the gym once again? <laughs> this must have been an older question because... Yeah, we probably just got to yeah, it. So because you already are working out at the gym again. Yeah, so uh, there was a time a few weeks ago before we moved from LA to San Diego that, and the first few weeks that we lived here. That I gave yeah. up my gym membership mm -hmm. uh, because I knew I was moving and I wanted to be at home with Kyla more right. and help born. out around the house more. Yeah. So yeah, I took my workouts outdoors. It was like a month, wasn't it? was it? like a track right by our house yeah. so I could be home again in no time. Yeah. And uh, I love that style of training. Like yeah. I am an athlete first and foremost. Like I'm a sports guy. Like I played sports growing up all my life. Then when I needed to transform my body, that's when I got into the gym. So my first love has always been sports. I always see myself as an athlete first and foremost. Um, so yeah, that's what I did for 30 days or... I think it was like, it could have been maybe six weeks. Maybe more than that. I still weeks, do yeah. that. I still do that. But yeah, no, I'm back to my gym mm -hmm. routine now, um, as you guys have been seeing on Snapchat and... And blogs and everything. And vlogs. Yeah. But yeah, like for, for workouts, the majority of my workouts are in the gym. But then like on active rest days or like cardio days, I'll take it out to the track. I'll play sports like football, hockey, those sort of things, basketball. And uh, mm -hmm. so that's what, you, that's what you were seeing. But the majority of my fitness um, today is actually in the gym. Yeah, but we always try to make the point that it's important um, when you're living lean to vary your types of activities so you don't become <clears throat> just like a gym rat. You're yeah. not in the gym seven days a week because that's boring, let's yeah. be real. You just want to go to the gym a few days per week, but then also have other activity in your life. Like we go run the stairs and yep. we like play with the dog and like all kinds of fun stuff. So yep. you find ways to work exercise into your life that are not related to the gym, not only related to the gym, but we do love the gym. Okay. Last question. Okay. Apex Sir Forever says, do you guys use any herbal supplements, teas, essential oils, or other homeopathic things to keep living lean? So to yeah. keep to there keep we living, we do, but it's not to keep living lean. It's, yeah, kind of. Well, it I does. Think I like herbal tea because it helps me at night from not snacking, not like raiding the pantry when you have like that, you know, munchy feeling. Like yeah. Herbal tea is such a help for me. But if you didn't have herbal tea in your life, it's not like you wouldn't be, still be living lean. So this, this well, is... Well, what would I drink? Hot water? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you make a good point. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a minor. Yeah, it is a minor, but it does help with, you know, living with, yeah. I think. Essential oils, nah, we have some, but I wouldn't say that we, like, use them for any living purposes. Yeah. If I were to use them, it would be for fragrance or for, like, we have, you know, oregano oil or something if you were I, catching a cold, but I, I never use them. Really. I would love to use them at nighttime, like, t in, in the bedroom to, oh, to go to sleep. Oh, in the bedroom. Well, maybe if there could be some, yeah, <laughs> some of that, but also for... I like lavender for like for a sli bath. For sleep purposes, like yeah. I, I would love to try that. Maybe we should try it more, yeah. Because yeah. we have a diffuser, we have essential oils. Yeah. So if you guys know of any essential oils, I mean, I'm sure we could look this up as well, that, you know, induces sleep or helps you sleep. 
Mm -hmm. Put it down in the comments below, let us know, and we'll try it and out. And there's certain ones that energize you, so maybe, you know, we could use one as, like, you take a sniff of, like, orange essential oil, and then it makes you want to go to the gym. <laughs> I don't know. There's like, the magic pill. Like a pre-workout sniff. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know. if you guys have any experience with essential oils, like, I'm a complete open book to it. Like, I would yeah. love to, to try some stuff out, and, like, we have essential <laughs> oils in the house. It's just they kind of sit there. We don't do yeah, much they, with them. Since we moved in here, they've been, like, in a drawer, so we and would, I haven't touched them. I would but, like to use them, but... Yeah. Um, if your question is kind of like, you know, is there any secrets you're keeping from us or any, you know, um, hidden <laughs> Sorry, pills? Sorry, we keep bursting the bubble, not, no secrets. Nothing there, guys. Once again, <laughs> fundamentals, work out, eat healthy, sleep. Yep, end of story. And, oh, the end of the story is keep doing it forever. Yeah. So that's it. That's another episode. That's episode number 31. I Hopefully you enjoyed that episode. Um, question of the day is I did have a question today I wanted to ask during mm -hmm. the show and I forgot what it was. Tell me. Well, let's just do the essential oils question. So oh. if you guys uh, have essential oils or if you know the benefits of essential oils, like which ones in particular should we use for sleep? I would... If oh, I, you're most interested If in I had to step up my game... You sleep pretty good. Though. No, I go to like... I get... I go to sleep like easily. Yeah. It's staying asleep that... Well, we have a newborn in yeah. our house, But no, like she's sleeping well now. She is. And I'll just wake up and be like, oh, what time is the time to get up yet? Like, yeah. what time is it? So, like, I'm waking up a few times at night where I would love you just. Want a deeper sleep. I would love yeah. to close my eyes and wake up when my alarm goes off. Only and, once. And get up. Yeah, I would love that. I can't remember the last time I did that. So, if there's like essential oils out there that can help with that, I know that's not a magic pill to like do it for you. But, yeah. um, or if you have any sleep experts out there, let me know down below yeah. is icy hot a homeopathic remedy i don't know if no. you know what i'm talking about it's like the muscle rub oh arnica and stuff we use that every once in a while for sore muscles i don't know if that not counts. very often and epsom no. salt baths i use yeah. once in a while but yeah. yeah these things are like rare yeah nothing we use daily so there you go guys that's the question of the day thank you for watching um that's it we really yeah. really appreciate you guys tuning into this show over and over again on youtube as well as on the podcast big thanks to you guys on the podcast um, if you haven't yet checked out our podcast, please do so. Go subscribe, go review the show. We want to grow that side of our business um, and reach more people, help more people. So go over to uh, iTunes or uh, Stitcher, wherever you may want to listen to your podcast and help us out over there. You guys brought some great questions today. Thank you and keep on bringing them. We're just going to keep the show alive as long as you guys want it to. Yeah. So let's go. So thanks for watching and keep living lean. Living lean. Bye. Big shout out to all our Live Lean podcast listeners. We love you and would so appreciate it if you would give this podcast a review. We need your feedback to improve and grow. So please give us a review right now.